was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Good day, Kyle. <laughs> Lil Baron. How are things? Uh, you know what? They're going great. How Good. about with you? Having a great day. Good. Having a great day. Couldn't complain. Lil, it feels to me like over the past couple of years, at least, that there's kind of been a renewed interest or at least a boosted interest in our immunity Oh, yes. Now, maybe just maybe there's a slight chance that that has something to do with this global (laughs) pandemic that we I'm not sure, but maybe maybe it has a little something to do with this global (laughs) pandemic, perhaps. But uh, I want to talk just a little bit about immunity today. Okay. One of the ways to boost immunity is to get enough zinc. Yes. So, yeah. So you so you've heard. Yes. Of this. You kind I of did. heard about all this stuff so, during yeah, that during pandemic. the pandemic. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's true that zinc is an essential mineral that may help support immune functions and even eye health as well. It's good for our eyes. Oh, but rather than worrying about rushing to the pharmacy and picking up a supplement, I wanted to talk today about a few foods that have zinc in it that you could include into your routine. Okay. And there's, there's multiple foods that do, but I want to focus on the foods with the highest amount. Sure. It's not Cheetos, but okay. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I, I'm trying. Lil, I'm I trying. know. I keep looking. I know. I wish you but would. No, the Cheetos did not make the list. But uh, the recommended daily allowance of zinc is 11 milligrams a day oh. for adult men and eight milligrams a day for adult women. Oh. So most people with varied diets are able to meet this recommendation through food sources. However, people on vegetarian diets may need to consume higher amounts of zinc. And the reason for that is because even though there are lots of plant-based sources of zinc, most of the foods that have high zinc also have high phytic acid, and that tends to interfere with the body's ability to absorb zinc. Oh, so it's kind of this weird thing, like yeah. it comes with a lot of zinc, but it also comes with a lot of stuff that doesn't <laughs> let you use the zinc. So right. in case of vegetarian diets, it's recommended to prioritize food as your zinc source because it's easy to ingest too much zinc from supplements if you're not careful. Right. And an excess of zinc can cause gastrointestinal distress like abdominal pain and vomiting. It's not a good, not a good situation. So you want to try to avoid ingesting too much zinc, but even though excessive intake of zinc can interfere, uh, excuse me, not even though in in addition to excessive intake of zinc can also interfere with other essential nutrients like copper. So getting it through your food, they say is the best way to go. It's not the only way there are zinc supplements, but getting it through your food is the best way. So instead of reaching for a supplement, you might want to consider up in your intake of certain zinc-rich foods. And I wanted to share just a few. Oh, good. Examples. I'm glad you're going, going to, to. Everything, but I'm going to share a few. This is according to an article I found on Eat This, Not That. Okay. So the first one, you're going to love this one. Oh, good. Oysters. Oh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'll take a supplement. <laughs> so, it's not the only one, but oh, oysters. Good. Shellfish are one of the richest sources of zinc with a, a serving of six oysters providing 33 milligrams of zinc which is more than four times the recommended daily amount for a woman. So very um, full, of, just full, just full of zinc. Any preparation of oysters will provide zinc. It doesn't matter. You can go with fresh oysters right from the shell, which it looks like you're not a fan of. No. I don't know that I would uh, consider myself a fan either, no. but you can also have a uh, clam a chowder thing. or yeah, it's a texture <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Yeah. So either way, you could have it on a stew on a cold day and like a, a you know, a 
A clam chowder, I could probably like do that. But, but either way, the oysters yeah. are going to provide you with your recommended daily allowance okay, cool. of zinc. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Number two, this is one of my favorites, beef. Oh, okay. Yeah. So beef isn't yeah. just a great source of protein. It's a good source of zinc. They okay. say that a four ounce ground beef burger, so that's like a quarter yeah. pounder, provides just over half the daily intake of zinc for men. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I like hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I might be covered there. Okay. Here's another one. If you don't care for all the, uh, the red meat, turkey. Oh. So uh, if you want high zinc, high protein foods that are, but you're looking for a little less saturated fat than mm-hmm. the red meat, turkey would make a good choice for you. One serving of turkey provides about one third of the daily recommended intake of zinc for women. And it's not just Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You could uh, have ground turkey and that can be used in many similar ways as ground beef. You can use it in burgers or meatballs or chili or mm-hmm. anything like that. So turkey might be an option for you. Here's one that we could easily do yogurt. Oh, yeah. So yogurt has some zinc in it. In addition to being a good source of calcium and protein, it contributes about 10% of your daily zinc mm-hmm. intake in a 150 gram serving of Greek nonfat yogurt. So mm. you're have to get a little bit more right. than just one serving of yogurt, but there's zinc in there. Uh, beans. Mm. We talk a lot about beans. Yeah. Beans are good for you. Yeah. Uh, since zinc is primarily associated with protein sources, it shouldn't be a surprise that beans, one of the main plant-based protein sources would also be high in zinc. While all beans are a good source, varieties like white beans and black eyed peas are particularly high in zinc. And this is the last one I'm going to share today. And that is almonds. Really? Yeah. Almonds have zinc. I know. You like almonds? I do. I do too. I I really do. They get stuck in my throat. We've talked about this (laughs) before, (laughs) but but I like almonds. Almonds are a great source of zinc and plant protein. Really looking Hmm. to increase your zinc intake. They say reach for almonds instead of almond milk. A one ounce serving of whole almonds has about twice as much zinc as a glass of almond milk. So zinc, 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 zinc. I don't know how many times I said zinc, but I know it was a lot, (laughs) but it does help increase your immunity. So Lil, today's guest. Yes. We get another chance to visit with another one of our amazing athletes. Yes. Frank Davis is a racquetball player at the Mm -hmm. Huntsman World Senior Games. And when I say he's a racquetball player at the Huntsman World Senior Games, I mean it. He's competed in 24 different Huntsman World Senior Games. Uh, he's planning that this year will be his 25th, which will get him right in line for the Sandstone Trophy in the John H. Morgan Endurance Awards. And uh, we're excited. Frank, welcome to the show. Welcome. Well, thank you. It's it's great to be here. (laughs) 24 years going on 25 years of racquetball. Uh, 25 going on 26. Well, are you counting the the COVID year? Oh, okay. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah. You're right. We there's a lot of athletes that are you know kind of bummed out about You're that, right. and, and there's a lot of us too oh, as yeah, well. But all of us. We're we're so excited to uh, be back in business and doing things the way that we want to do. And yeah, we sure missed everybody that year, but we're excited to welcome you back this year and to get you that sandstone trophy that yeah. you do. Good. I'm excited <laughs> to go back. Always. So. So uh, 25 years ago, you heard about the Huntsman World Senior Games and decided to come down. I'm wondering how you heard about it all those years ago. Uh, I think I was, you know, I was playing basketball at the time. That was my my game. I played uh, uh, probably for 20 years. I did basketball. I did track. I did mountain biking. I did road biking. Uh, you know, I've pretty well done a, a lot of them and 
uh, I would do more if I could squeeze it all in. But, <laughs> well, uh, well-rounded, it sounds right. like well-rounded. But uh, I've done racquetball the last five years. Okay. Uh, uh, but prior to that, like I said, it was basketball. I still do the basketball shoot, okay. three-pointer, the, the hot foul shot, shot and yeah. the you know the skill stuff. I do that every year. Have done you know for twenty-four years. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. So how did you, how did you transition to racquetball? Sounds like you've done a lot of things, but how did you kind of move over into racquetball? Well, you know, um, candidly, I went down in when I, just in my 65 to 70 year old and I played in the national senior championship. I was invited to go down by a team and, uh, you know, I've, I say this all along, never underestimate the skill level you'll run into in the senior games. <laughs> That's good advice. That is good advice. <laughs> the team that we that took that tournament was um, basically every one of them, they had a roster showed where they'd played college ball and where they'd played pro ball. Every single one of those players had played pro ball, either ABA, NBA, European, Puerto Rican, so to say the least, they were, you know, the, the, they were stacked, the, the, but, you know, uh, I say this just to say it was my bucket list. I walked away from that tournament on the all tournament team and the MVP of the tournament. And I'm a five, six and a half white guy. <laughs> and, I, and it was just that my energy level was a lot of these guys. I mean, they play incredible half court ball, but they can't run the court. Yeah, at that age. And so once I did that and then I, I went back again and and, you know, even when we're in these late 60s, the level of competition and the I don't know, uh, the craziness sometimes it gets in a basketball game that they're breaking out in fights and pushing you and stuff. <laughs> I said, I I'm through with this. And, and then, so I decided to go where I think I could, I didn't have to deal with that. And I'd played racquetball and I thought oh, I'll switch. I couldn't do them at the, at the time because they were pretty well, uh, the schedules crossed. Schedule I tried it one time and it just didn't work. Yeah. So I decided to give up on, on basketball and do racquetball. So time for a change, move over yeah. to racquetball, something that you'd been doing for a while, for a while. Um, did you jump right in and have success right away or have you built up to it? What, what's your racquetball experience been? Say that one more time. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking if you jumped right into racquetball and immediately started to have success or if you worked your way back up to, uh, to the gold medals. Um, well, I've, I didn't medal the first year. I medaled, well, let's see, it's only been, I think this has been the third year because of the, the drop in between, but I, I didn't medal the first year, I medaled the second year, and then this is my first year in the uh, upper bracket, but there was actually the, the largest bracket, <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and it took the gold in the singles and in the doubles. Hmm. So you just jumped right in and had success. Yeah. Then. That's awesome. I, you know, uh, and I, I'll have to admit, uh, there were players there that I, you know, they have incredible racket control, much better than myself. 
my advantage is, is candidly my speed. And, yeah. you know, I, I still run around like a kid. <laughs> well, uh, there, there's nothing wrong with that. No, not I'm at all. I'll tell you, there's nothing wrong with that. So, so you're, you're, uh, you do both singles as well as doubles. Uh-huh. Um, I know this was that, my first year doing doubles. Okay. This last year that we just this last year, first, first year. year doing doubles. So I know you had kind of a unique experience last year with your doubles competition. Why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about that story? Sure. I, uh, I had, uh, originally got a, uh, a, a companion guy I'd played racquetball with for years, signed up and then he ended up hurting himself. So he let me know he couldn't make it. So I reached out to somebody that I ran into uh, two years ago playing there. And we connected uh, and I watched him play and, and he watched me play. And then later we talked and he was more of a finesse player. I was kind of a power player. And he just asked me if I would maybe show him some pointers on uh, on hitting the ball, on serving, you know, getting power into a serve. Yeah. And so we went into court and did it. And then when this uh, this other friend of mine bailed out on me, I thought, well, uh, I'll see if I can. I knew how I could get a hold of him. I knew some mutual friends. So I was able to get his email address and I emailed him and asked if he'd be interested in playing doubles and he responded immediately and said, sure, I'd love to. And we, we were able to meet about three times. Uh, he lives in Salt Lake or Bountiful. I live in Provo, uh, Orem. And he uh, came down and we played a few times together. And I thought we, we you know, worked well together. We started off and uh, I'm trying to think how many games you play total. Uh, there was – anyway, we had uh, – we were – we were undefeated going into, we started on Wednesday and we had at least one or two games a day of matches, two games each match. Yeah. And I believe, yeah. And Friday we had two matches lined up. The first match halfway through the first game, uh, he went for a ball and he ran into the, into the front wall very hard, hit it very hard, and he just collapsed on the floor. And so, uh, you know, didn't know how bad he was hurt. And, you know, he was obviously peaked, and and he got up. He had to go out and sit down for a while, and I thought it was over with. I thought we were just going to forefoot. Yeah. And he said, just give me a few minutes. Just let me, you know, and we're not going to forefoot. We're going to go back in. And we went back in, and, and – uh, he has, his left arm was just drag hanging. He bent over. He couldn't even pick up the ball with his left hand. Oh. So he basically says, you know, I, I'll drop the ball and serve it when it's my turn, but that's about all I can do. And, and, <laughs> and I'm going to try. Anyway, as I watched him play, he would grimace. If you've ever broken an arm or a shoulder, just, just any type of movement is excruciating. But he stayed in there and uh, he did the serves and then and he actually got a few put aways when it came to him. But you know, I was doing a little more of double duty, you know, kind of playing <laughs> cutthroat. Yeah, just trying to. And uh, we lost the first game that he hurt himself. Uh, and of course, in senior games, it's 
it's uh, you can lose one game, but if you win the second game with a, a with more points than you lost the first one, you can win the match. Well, we came back and won the second game, fifteen to three. So oh, we took yeah. the match. Then we had another match on the heels of that, uh, and he just kind of you know sat down, tried to recuperate, etc. And he just said, I- "I'm gonna." I'm going to stay. I'm going to play, uh, you know, and, and he's telling me, he said, you're going to have to pick up the slack. Uh, <laughs> he said, I'll, I, uh, but, you know, it was even more apparent that second match, how, how much he was hurting uh, that I could see him grimace every time he would move. And yet, but he just didn't give up. Uh, and we beat both games in the second match. Wow. And then uh, his wife took him to the emergency room at the hospital. And I went over later. At some point, at some point, his wife has got to be like, okay, honey, come on. Listen, I I, I love you. I know you're tough. You're the toughest guy in the world, but we got to go to the doctor. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, and I was trying to say, listen, you know, it's not that important. Yeah. It's not, you know, you're, you you need to take care of yourself. No, I'm not. He felt like it was going to let me down and he wasn't about to do it. And so they took him to the hospital and he was there for quite a while and they, they x-rayed it. And uh, basically I didn't know till the next morning that he had broken his arm. And, uh, but he's, he called me and he said, yeah, my arms broke. Uh, They've wrapped it, et cetera. But he said, I'll be there to our final match. (laughs) I can't believe it. Yeah. And so he came and we played the final match and we beat both games and won the match and then oh took the gold and they, you know, they award you right after the fact. But uh, then when he went home and he goes to his doctor and find <laughs> out he actually broke his shoulder in four different places. Oh, oh my word. I can't even, I can't even wrap my head around it. I mean, because uh, I've hurt myself before i mean uh you know all of my all of my health issues are self-inflicted yeah (laughs) and uh, i have hurt i have had a rotator cuff and i've had pull muscles i've had stuff and i i know how hard it is to even move when you're like that but yeah so anyway it was uh for me after 25 24 years of participating in the games i've won gold and uh I've taken medals in virtually everything I've competed in, in some form or fashion. I counted up the other day. I had something like uh, close to 70 different medals. Wow. Um, But this was probably the most rewarding one that I've ever (laughs) got just because of how we had to, had to go through that type of, uh, um, you know, have a partner that, that went through that type of pain and that type of, uh, uh, challenge to hang in there and uh, not give up. And, you know, then I don't, I think he, once he got that in, he could not, his doctor wouldn't let him play. He couldn't play for uh, <laughs> racquetball for maybe four months. I think oh, at just, least, yeah. I think he just started again in March. Wow. Uh, playing. Wow. Well, what, what an incredible story. And, you know, obviously this broken shoulder is a huge piece of it, but the other part is your ability to kind of pick up the slack and, you know, fill in the gaps, but right. uh, the two of you working together, I mean, that that's, it really is incredible. Yeah, it really is. is incredible. So congratulations on, 
just an amazing accomplishment in winning the gold medal. And let me also just say this, um, you know, we, we have, we have 34 different sports. We have a wide variety of different skill levels and people come from all around the United States, all around the world to compete. But one of our most competitive sports, we're just like, you just attract the highest level of player. It, it is racquetball. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because Frank's here. It just, it just yeah. is one of the things <laughs> we we've got, you know, different skill levels across the board and different things like that. But racquetball is a competitive sport. The, the good ones come to this one. <laughs> so to win a medal is an accomplishment. <laughs> and Frank, to do it with a partner with a broken shoulder is an accomplishment right. that's unbelievable. So kudos and congratulations yeah. to both of you. Uh, yeah. And as I said, you know, I, I'm amazed candidly at the skill level. There was one team we played. Uh, we were told that the one guy had been inducted into the Senior Games Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I understood from at least one of the participants there that he had never lost during the Senior Games as long as he played. He'd been playing since he a teenager. He'd wow. never lost a doubles match. And, and you so guys handed him his first one, huh? We handed his first one, but I learned very quickly, keep the ball away from him. Yeah. <laughs> That's he where was the finesse and the placement comes yeah. in. Wow. Well, it's, it's, it is true. Racquetball really is one of our most yeah. competitive sports and just a ton of fun to watch. Oh, yeah. my word. So much action and just, you know, so many things going on at the same time. But once again, congratulations. Yeah. That's, uh, that's just absolutely incredible. Um, a couple of minutes left. I, you, you said that you've played in a, a just a myriad of different sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, you share this amazing racquetball experience. Um, the games offers a lot of things outside of the sporting events for the athletes to participate in. I'm wondering if you have like a favorite non-sport activity that you've been associated with over the past 25 years at the games. Uh, well, I have a condo in St. George, so I go down a lot. You know, I enjoy uh, going down there, um, during the games, um, I've pretty well gone every year to, uh, the, uh, testing that they do for everything from, you know, medical testing to, you know, your balance to, Mm -hmm. you know, strength or whatever. And, and I, I kind of get a a kick out of that to see how I, I, (laughs) I uh, can manage year to year if I'm getting degrading or staying the same. <laughs> Every year you get older, but you get healthier. That's what the goal has got to be, right? Uh, you know, uh, as you, it was interesting, you introduced your whole thing about nutrition. I mean, that is my business. I'm in the health and nutrition business. Oh. So I'm a product of the product. And I, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer of giving your body the right stuff. It can work miracles. It, it totally changed my life because I was a very sickly kid growing up and I had all sorts of health issues and ended up with chronic fatigue when I was in the 40s. And I'm, for all intents and purposes, as healthy or more healthy at 75 than I was when I was 45. Wow. And I attribute that to my focus in, in giving my body the right nutrients. Well, it, it is so important and yeah. we, we all know that it's important, right. but making it happen sometimes is the trick. So right. congratulations yes. to you. And uh, like I said, at the beginning, Frank, we're looking forward to yeah. seeing you down here again and uh, awarding you your award at the endurance yeah. awards, the sandstone trophy that's yours to, uh, to claim and looking forward to it. And hopefully we can uh, get you and your partner back together and uh, see if you can win a, a repeat 
<laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm planning on it. I'll be there. And I'm, I think he will be too. So awesome. very good. Awesome. Well, Frank, thank you so yes, much for your time. You. Uh, we definitely want to stay in touch and hopefully we can meet up in October yeah. at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, that's such an incredible right. story on every single level. Right. And I won't even unpack it, but <laughs> right. it's just, it's just it, I'm going to leave it where it is, but right. it's amazing. <laughs> a couple of things that I do want to okay. just remind people of registration is open mm-hmm. and uh, has been for a while now. Don't miss out. We want you to get registered today. If your sport is closed and there are some sports that right. are closed, make sure you get on a waiting list. You can get all the registration de- details, information that you need about the games at seniorgames.net. We've been talking for this whole year, this whole season Mm -hmm. about our 35th anniversary year. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that we're going to celebrate is giving away 35 registration fee waivers. So if you haven't already, you're going to want to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to make Mm -hmm. sure that you don't miss out on any opportunity to get your 2022 registration fee waived for the games. You can find us at World Senior Games on both of those platforms. We want to remind you also to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And then, of course, we take this live show and turn it into a podcast And you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts. And then you can find this and previous shows right on our website, which is, once again, SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from author Wayne Dyer. And he says, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.